So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening everyone. Welcome to another episode of Salabas ng Classroom. Episode abstract, so it has been a long time since we posted about researches. And right now, I am here with three amazing individuals who are working their way through the research world. And so I would like them to introduce themselves before we go to their specific research topic. Hi, good evening, ma'am, Miss Myra, and good evening, everyone. So, I'm Aliza Maynel Escote, and I am together here with Miss Antonia and Miss Roberta. You could also uh, introduce yourselves as well. Hello, Miss Myra, and to all podcast listeners out there, I'm Antonia Veronica Ferrer. You can call me Antonia. Uh, hi, everyone. Hi, Miss Myra. So, I'm Roberta Francesca Torres, and you can call me Bertha for short. Mom, I'd also like to recognize our research colleagues who are not with us here today. No, they are Kate Marpuri and Ana Santos. Their contributions are indispensable as well. Also, our thesis advisor, you know, Doc Mark Reyes, and the professors who also guided us, Doc Ryan Kayubit and Sir JB Bakauko. You know, thank you, Miss Myra, for having us in your podcast. All of us are from. The University of Santo Tomas, we are graduates of Bachelor of Science in Psychology. Proud na ano, yes. proud na magiging future <laughs> colleagues ko ang mga ito. So inuuna ko na, para kung sakaling sumikat sila sa future, kilala ko sila, ganon. <laughs> so ayun, simulan natin sa research paper. Um, What's your research paper about and paano siya nabuo? Let's start po with the research title. So, our research was entitled Suicidality Among Bisexual Youths, The Role of Parental Sexual Orientation Support and Concealment. So, basically, mama, little about this. It is about suicidality, which is a collective term for suicidal ideation, suicidal plans, and suicide attempts. And this is according to Russell of 2003. And furthermore, my colleagues could uh, give further examples or also um, a bit about our research. Thank you, Isa. This topic is among the research interests of our advisor, actually, Dr. Mark Reyes. His expertise lies in LGBT research, and he had a list of different topics. Maybe some of you may already know Dr. Mark Reyes. He's the president of the Psychological, Psychological Association of the Philippines. He's ending his two-year term now, so congrats, sir. Your term has been fruitful. And we wanted to have him as our advisor because of his excellent research track record. We decided to go with bisexual suicidality because we've learned that the prevalence of mental health outcomes such as suicidality is higher among sexual minority youth, particularly those who identify themselves as bisexual. So this piqued our interest because bisexuals pala ay sila yung minority within the minority community and may ganun palang phenomenon and that's why we went with this topic of dog mark. So for our research objectives naman, so we decided to explore this topic of Dr. Mark Reyes because we wanted to examine suicidality and its associations with parental sexual orientation support as well as concealment among uh, the Filipino bisexual youths. So specifically, we investigated the following problems. Are there significant relationships among parental sexual orientation support and concealment and also suicidality in Filipino bisexual youths? 
So another one is, can parental sexual orientation support and concealment predict suicidality in Filipino bisexual youths? So moving on a bit about our background of the study or the RRL here in our study, um, research has consistently recorded that in comparison to heterosexuals, like what Roberto said, uh, sexual minorities who generally comply, comprise of lesbian, gay, and bisexual individuals or the LGB are also have an elevated risk of adverse mental health outcomes. As a buffer against suicide risk, parental support has been found to decrease the risk of suicidal thoughts and behaviors among the LGB population. So as for suicide risk factor, sexual orientation concealment is an apparent risk factor that is also conceptualized as a minority stressor, according, and this is according to Mayor of 2003. And also, concealment has been broadly linked to worsening mental health outcomes and increased psychological uh, distress over time. So then on, we decided to delimit our study to bisexual individuals because the proportions of suicide ideation and suicide attempts are higher among their population compared to gay men and lesbians. They were also found to have experienced a less supportive social environment and higher tendency to conceal their sexual orientation and report identity uncertainty, which in turn were associated with low levels of mental well-being. Furthermore, studies have documented that bisexuals face discrimination from both the heterosexual and gay-lesbian communities. So they have unique challenges as well, such as being stereotyped as promiscuous and having a sexual orientation that is illegitimate or unstable. So these stereotypes contribute to bisexual erasure or invisibility, which is a pervasive problem that is rooted in the lack of acknowledgement or ignorance of the evidence that bisexuality exists. Furthermore, so ayan, na-mention nga ni Ms. Isa Escote, uh, si Mayor, and this is because we followed the minority framework by Mayor. So, this attempts to explain the mental health disparities of LGB individuals compared with heterosexual populations. So this model proposes that proximal stressors, ito yung mga subjective internal processes, and distal stressors, ito naman yung mga objective and external events, are unique to sexual minorities, which makes them more vulnerable to physical and mental health problems as compared with, ayun nga, heterosexuals. Mayer further argued that a minority and Identity is also associated with strength when support resources protect the individuals and buffer the effects of minority stress. Guided by this framework, we, Kamema researchers, we explored the role of parental sexual orientation support as a protective factor and concealment naman as a risk factor in the suicidality of young bisexual men and women. Alright, now we have introduced to you our research title, the story behind it, our objectives, our background and theory. We'll go over our methodology briefly, um, isa-isa. Okay, for our research design, we used cross-sectional predictive. This is an experimental research design that determines if the investigation would predict an event or phenomenon without any manipulation and this involved data that is collected at a single period. Our participants, we had a total of 151 bisexual youths, and there was a prominent uh, gender gap. With our male participants, 
consisting of 11.26% and our female participants, 88.74%. Our inclusion criteria were the following. So you have to be Filipino, you have to identify as bisexual, you have to be 18 to 24 years old, currently living in the Philippines, and we included all gender identities. The important thing here is that your sexual orientation is bisexual. We excluded bisexuals who have not disclosed their sexual orientation to both parents and did not maintain a relation or contact with both parents because this is related to our research measure, our research questionnaire. So may inquiries, may questions na kailangan nakapag-disclose na sila ng sexual orientation nila sa parents. Our sampling method, we used convenient sampling. We recruited participants via social media platforms and local LGB plus community organizations and advocacy groups like Metro Manila Pride and sa UP Madaming LGBT student organizations. So marami kaming na-contact doon. And also yung mga psych councils, you know, they were also big help to our data gathering. For our measures, we utilized three questionnaires and all of them are... Likert scale types, you know. First one is Parental Support for Sexual Orientation Scale, or PSOS. This is by Moran Passenger 2003, and it includes 18 items. So this is for our independent variable parental support. Next is Sexual Orientation Concealment Scale, or SOX, by Jackson and Moore 2016. It has six items and measures another one of our independent variables, Sexual Orientation Concealment. And finally, Suicide Behaviors Questionnaire Revised, or SBQR, by Osman and colleagues, 2001. It has four items and measures our dependent variable suicidality. Now, for the procedure, we divided these into three phases. Pre-data gathering, data gathering, and post-data gathering. Of course, before anything else, we sought approval from the USD College of Science Ethics Review Committee. We all know na important ang ethical considerations sa research. Kahit anong research, kailangan may ethics procedure dyan. Then our participant recruitment began, followed by the distribution of research questionnaires complete with a debriefing and distress protocol. So this was distributed, the research questionnaires were distributed via Google Forms. Finally, after obtaining the adequate number of participants, we proceeded to our data analysis and interpretation. For our data analysis, finally, we used Microsoft Excel and SPSS. We also uh, used the GPower software to compute the adequate number of participants. We also utilized normality tests of data, the Kolmogorov-Smirnov and Shapiro-Wilt tests. And to test the significance, we had Spearman's correlation coefficients. So for our results, our results showed more than half of the participants. It comprises of 53.64% and this reported having low or close to average parental support regarding their sexual orientation. So in comparison to this, 46.36% reported receiving high parental sexual orientation support. And thus, our participants may have perceived their parents are supportive that they are bisexuals. Surprisingly, a large ma- majority of the participants, comprised of 98.68%, reported low levels of concealing their sexual orientation. 
So basically, the bisexual youths in our study do not feel the need to hide their sexual orientation. So good naman po yun, di ba? And also, despite these results, about 71.52% of our participants reached the suicidal risk cutoff score of 7, indicating being at risk and having high levels of suicidality. So moving further or to sum all of this, we found that parental sexual orientation support and concealment were not significantly correlated to suicidality. So as such, we did not significantly prove our hypothesis that lower parental support and higher concealment would predict more suicidality among Filipino bisexual youths. However, our findings revealed a moderate negative relationship between our independent variables, parental support, and concealment, indicating that the lower their scores on concealment, the higher their scores would be on perceived parental support and vice versa. Moving on to our data interpretation, uh, we have three main discussion points. High scores on the SBQR, high suicidality scores. Second, high parental support scores. And third, low sexual orientation concealment scores. Okay, first one, high suicidality scores. Given our research findings, other significant factors may then be at play in the dynamics of suicidality among bisexual youths. Kasi nga, there was no statistical, as there was no significant correlation. This gave us the idea that in Mayer's minority stress model, meron pang ibang proximal stressors other than sexual orientation concealment. And this is self-stigma which may also lead to negative health outcomes like suicidal thoughts and behavior among LGBT plus individuals. Now, we did find that sexual orientation concealment was not correlated with suicidality, and this is also consistent with the findings of Mirage and colleagues 2017 on the effects of minority stressors on psychological distress and suicidality in bisexual people. However, nagkaroon ng indirect effects yung concealment sa suicidality in their suggested model when mediated by loneliness. So there is, there was a mediating variable. Now, this uh, led us to the idea that the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic may be a factor. Why? Because the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, uh, really changed everyone's lives. The psychological implications of Brang Lala, you know, along with intersecting socioeconomic disadvantages, pinaghalo-halo mo yan and vulnerable na community community na LGBT plus uh, community, talaga magkakaroon ng negative mental health outcomes like suicidality, depression, and anxiety. And there were already studies, you know, that found how the COVID-19 pandemic affected this vulnerable community like Green and Colleagues 2020 and Whittington and Colleagues 2020. Next discussion point, the relatively high parental support scores. No, actually, medyo... <laughs> Good nga tong resulta to na our participants perceive that their parents are supportive of their bisexuality. This high perceived support may be associated with child-parent attachment. This association assumes that the parents of securely attached youths encourage them to engage in age-appropriate activities and affirm their individual their individuality. Hence, pag, you know, in their Young adult age, they have a good relationship and thus accepted sila by the parents, supported sila by the parents. And interestingly, we also read uh, research, we also found some research na 
yung pag-support ng parents sa mga bata na part ng LGBT plus community. Now, they also experience uh, positive emotions na two-way. So, pag inaccept ang bata, of course, positive experience siya para sa bata. But it is also a positive experience for parents. You know, may studies na they found that the parents experienced personal growth, you know, awareness of discrimination, compassion. They also have positive emotions like unconditional love. They feel closer to the to their children. That's a two-way interaction. And this could also explain why they are now actively expressing support for their children who are members of the sexual minority youth. Despite early reactions, parents also often grow more accepting of their children with time. And the final research has also uh, demonstrated that there has been a shift in how society regards the LGBT community over the last several years, especially here in the Philippines. Despite the country being one of Asia's most conservative Roman Catholic nations, you know, we believe we still have a long way to go, but there is progress. We see progress. You know? The last discussion point, the low scores on sexual orientation concealment scale. Again, this is uh, you could say that this is somehow a good finding, you know, also kind walang significant correlation. Good. This is an interesting finding that our participants do not feel the need to hide their sexual orientation based on their low scores on the scale. A contributing factor is the way that we recruited participants. We recruited participants via private and public Facebook groups for LGBT plus persons as well as by contacting LGBT plus student organizations and advocacy groups. You know, joining these various organizations suggests that the bisexual youth in our research have adapted to the social stigma of their sexual orientation you know, because joining these organizations, you're not you know, maybe not deliberately letting people know that you're part of the community, but it it shows something. You know, pag sumali ka, especially sa public Facebook groups and student orgs na laging may pa-pubmat, laging may promotional materials, may kita ka na kayo nandun ka. And, you know, you do not feel the need anymore to conceal your sexual orientation. Um, that's one contributing factor that we see. Let's move forward naman sa towards the end of our research work. So, we investigated associations among less explored variables contributing to breaching research gaps. So, our study follows the call for more evidence-based data considering bisexual experiences differ from other sexual minority groups to increase by visibility and support. To further understand bisexuality and empower this seemingly minority group within the LGBT plus community, we as researchers would recommend that those who are planning to look further into this research topic, we suggest that they should utilize a random sample. Because the only way to generalize from a convenient sample to the population is if the sample was selected at random from that population. Another one is to explore other facets or sources related to social support, such as feelings of connectedness and school belonging, since previous studies found that they reduce the risk of suicidality. So this was supported by Hatchell and colleagues 2018, as well as Talia Ferro and Mwellenkamp 2017. Another one is that we suggest that they investigate romantic relationships and suicide risk among bisexuals, as the sauce measure has related inquiries on dating. So bisexual youth with dating violence had a greater risk 
of suicide than their gay or lesbian and heterosexual peers, as studied by Blosnick and Bosarte 2012 and Smith 2019. So in addition to that, future studies may consider family support as a whole, and not only that of parents. There were studies that found family acceptance, may they be parents or guardians, protected against suicidality and greater psychological distress among LGBT youth. So I said in our study that because we use the overall PISA score for this study, we also recommend that sexual orientation support be explored separately in terms of mother and father support. In addition, the next researchers can look into support sources outside the family. We suggest that they look into the negative association between concealment and parental sexual orientation support to examine loneliness in future studies regarding suicidality during the COVID pandemic, COVID-19 pandemic. Because as we worked in this study, it was during the that time. And lastly, to look deeper into relationships among the variables, we suggest the use of qualitative or mixed method research design in future studies. Utilizing uh, qualitative or mixed method techniques may also help investigate the specific experiences of bisexual individuals to a greater extent. Okay, thank you so much. There were quite a lot of technical terms and I haven't really taken note of them, but I was just listening to you guys and I feel so grateful for having you here in this episode. I was actually thinking, really is a is of good timing itong recording natin. Pero just to give a quick question then. Was there a specific research or a significant research study that you encountered wherein the participants were Filipinos that further inspired you to pursue the research? Because based on what I heard, most of your citations were Western. And I think it's also a good context if we were to add, if there were studies that came before you that explored more of the bisexual minority group. Uh, yes, Ms. Mara. Meron coming um, RL, we're coming Asia and Philippine-based RRL. Uh, specifically, we found national population-based studies. So these are large large data studies. Uh, this is by Manalastas 2013 and Manalastas 2016. He recorded that levels of suicidal ideation and suicide attempt were dramatically higher for young Filipino bisexuals and gay men as opposed to their heterosexual peers. And these findings were also similar in another one of his um, large sample study na Filipino, uh, Filipina youths naman, mas mataas din yung levels ng suicidal ideation and suicide attempt compared sa heterosexual peers nila. We found the study of Quintos 2017. This is about sa suicide methods, you know, regard, regarding violent suicide methods. He found that the highest proportion came from the bisexual group. Yung bisexual group then they had the highest proportion of suicide attempts. And yung participants niya, young, younger participants than sa amin, like below 18, I believe, like high school yeah, that's really like alarming. Uh, regarding as a mostly Western uh, literature, namin, kaya rin we were prompted to do this research because iba yung experiences ng bisexual individuals sa 
Western societies compared to non-Western societies, so so mga Asia, and this was pointed out by Chan and colleagues 2020. You know their research, Asian country then yung yung population nila, like participants you know, from Asian country dento. So yeah, those were the Philippine-based literature. And thank you as well for pointing out how alarming it is. Especially since you encountered the research that utilized a younger age group, so it is also a good recommendation for future researchers to consider if there would be differences in terms of how bisexual individuals would cope with these types of ideations, with these types of experience, especially with what Roberta mentioned earlier. Would there be possible factors that can help or differentiate? I mean, the minority group. In terms of how they first experience you know, ideations or suicidality, second is what type of support do they need? Would it be merely or purely dominating relationships between them and their parents, or would also would it also be helpful if we have support groups, friendships, uh, romantic relationships, as you've stated earlier? So these are all important factors in future researches, which leads me to my follow-up question. Reading these literature, how did you feel, especially since you had more in-depth experience in terms of searching literature and reading these types of alarming information? We have debriefing for participants. How did you debrief after encountering such information? Just a curiosity. So for the debriefing part. You know, we were careful sa survey namin. So first part ng survey, there were inquiries regarding their home situation. Like, do they live alone or do they have current as in adverse anxieties or, you know, feelings na... Of course, we're all stressed. And of course, in this time, pandemic, we conducted the research. Of course, may mga anxieties tayo. But merong question na na, yun malala, like, you think na hindi mo makakaya or like, meron kaming da- yun, dalawang uh, safety questions there. And automatically, if they answered yes to, to any of those questions, um, they would just be redirected to the end of the survey na hindi na sila nag-take ng questions. But we still acknowledge, you know, their willingness to participate kasi you know they clicked the link they proceeded to answer the concept etc and then another protocol is you know at the end of the research so mababasa rin to ng mga hindi nakapagsagot na na-redirect dun sa last page may mga list kami ng active hotlines mental health clinics and hospitals we also indicated there yung contact ng advisor namin and you'll see there that He is um he's a psychologist. He's a practicing psychologist. So, meron din details niya doon. So that's uh, in general that's our distress protocol no? Pag, and safety protocol natin no? just to ensure na yung mga magsasagot, you know, they feel safe. And also we emphasize na they can you know they can withdraw from answering the survey like sa consent yon sa feature ng Google Forms. Hindi namin na require yung yung asterisk the question so when you put an asterisk right in Google Forms that means it is it's a required question pero jan kami nahirapan Miss Myra since hindi nga siya required so ang nangyari you know we had to sort through our data sheets and you know eliminate those na with incomplete answers 